Hello, Hello. Welcome, welcome to the, the Design Based, Based Learning, Learning Podcast. Podcast. Hi, I'm Mike. I'm Henry. And this is episode two, right, Henry? <laughs> we came a long way, Mike. <laughs> I know. And uh, again, why are we doing this? I think you, 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 we had another coffee session because of your, I don't know, what you did. Yeah, again, went to a school. Uh-huh. And then a teacher came up to me after her DBL class. She came up to me with a, with a problem. And she was like, Henry. I need some help again. Another problem, another help. Yeah, we, and she, t- she told me that um, her students didn't like the project a lot. Mm. They didn't enjoy the process. Um, they put minimal effort into the project. Okay, wow. And um, she didn't feel good afterwards. Yeah, and you also didn't feel good because like, you think design-based learning should always be exciting. Yeah, and uh, I was just trying to analyze back on, yeah. on how we can actually help the teacher. But, I mean, I remember we were talking about this before and you said you had a very good... Uh, a very good project in another school that worked really well. What happened there? Yeah, so we looked into a case study this morning mm. in, our, in our coffee chat and we saw are there any difference between the two projects that, that was running. And then um, all the, the, the major point of it is the goal wasn't too clear for the other class one. And the, the other school has a very clear goal that students are hooked onto. So what made the goal clear for the other school? It's very simple and achievable for, for students. So that one, that project is about helping homeless. And that's, okay. that's pretty much it. So everyone understand the goal. I want to help the homeless. I'll help homeless. Not okay. complicated, easy to understand. Yeah. And then? So, so uh, I mean, why, why the are they so hooked to it? It's okay. because teacher looked into it as an empathy, empathy angle. They help students to put into the shoes of the homeless person mm-hmm. and try to make them understand how it is like being a homeless person. So you're saying the empathy angle. It's very important. Yeah, because it's alien terms for a student, you know, homeless person, they never saw one before, mm-hmm. maybe. They live in a very luxury environment, maybe. They, they never experienced mm-hmm. how a homeless person is like and don't know the struggles they go so through. So how did they empathize? What was this process of empathy? It's very simple, actually. Okay. It's just a mind map, as simple as a mind map. So they drew a homeless person in the middle of the table in their own teams, and they tried to brainstorm when the person is happy, when the person is sad and they're trying to brainstorm scenarios that would make the person happy or sad in, mm-hmm. in, in there. So students got a very good understanding on how, on, on how, the, how the homeless person is like in their, okay. In their world. So that's what the, okay, that's good. So you know when the homeless person is happy, when the homeless person is sad, but what happens after that? So how can they help the homeless person? So afterwards, they brainstorm loads of them, so what we call the divergent thinking, mm-hmm. and next is called the convergent thinking, when they actually pick a few problems they want to solve as a team. So what they actually so, so did... the teacher made them pick? Yeah, so they um, actually they, they went up to present okay. the divergent things first. So like um, all the things that will make the person happy or sad. So they get a, a brief understanding of that. And afterwards, they, they help students to pick. No, students get their own full ownership okay. to pick which so one the, they the want. So the students were owning owning which goal they want, which uh, aspect they wanted to try to solve. Exactly, yeah. So okay. look, by analyzing all the goals, all the problems in there on the, on the board, they will see, okay, maybe this problem is worth solving, mm. it's important to me. Because okay. I think in comparison to other school, right, this process allows students to pick something they really genuinely believe okay. in. So they had more freedom, it. they had more freedom, they could choose and explore which exactly they wanted to solve. Yeah, and that's so important to okay. make students to pick something okay. that they really want to solve, so, so that the, means something to them. So the teacher didn't dictate what to do, but they explored with full freedom what they wanted to do. Yeah, no, and, no dictation. <laughs> okay. And then they chose exactly what they wanted to do. Right? They showed exactly what they wanted to do. And they also need to tell the class why they picked this problem. Okay. And with, um, with what they feel about it, what, what actually happened, and why this is so important for this team to solve. 
And so uh, what, what did for can you tell me what one of the teams did that you thought, well, this is fantastic? Oh, it's amazing. Uh, one of them in their unhappy circle, they uh, found out um, the biggest problem a homeless person had is they don't have enough education, mm -hmm. and that's why they don't have enough skill to get a job. Mm. So what they wanted to do is to give them a skill again and retrain them so that they can get back to the society again. Oh, okay, so they came up with that on their own, through their own research and through their own discussions that, okay, we have to retrain the homeless. Yeah. And in the end? And in the end, they came up with uh, their primary three students, don't forget, yeah? So they came up with a homeless school. Mm -hmm. So a school that can help and can help homeless people to mm -hmm. find a skill or two and get back to the society again. So um, what's most interesting is uh, there are SEN students in the classroom as mm -hmm. well. And we see something very different in there. And uh, SEN students are very hooked onto the project and they have become a leader as mm -hmm. well. So something that gone beyond our expectation okay. happens in there. And I would believe is the freedom okay. and, and they have the ownership to choose something they want to do. So, so they accomplished the goal of the project. They were able to present their solution for yeah. a homeless person and they were able to uh, to present it really clearly, right, I, I think? Yeah, they did a role play at the end, okay. just to illustrate how the homeless school can help a homeless person to transform and get into the, to the, society, to the society again. So it's okay. absolutely beautiful to see it. Good. So, let, I mean, if you wanted to recap this, what would you say is the most important thing or, or points to get students to have buy-in or ownership of a, of a project using design-based learning? It is the empathy side of things. How do students come up with their own mission statement or goal mm -hmm. after empathizing with the problem? So they come up with their own goal, their own mission statement, and they're free to choose what they want to do in that sense, right? Yeah, and that's the most important bit to make students feel like they're part of something mm -hmm. and their full ownership, full control, on, on accountable okay. for what they want to produce at the end. Uh, sort of accountable, and they work as a team, right? They always work in a team, yeah. yeah. So you share your ideas with your team, collaborate with your team, listen to others, and there's a lot of skills actually involved into, into oh, it too. Okay, maybe we do need to talk about teamwork and team building in another podcast. Yeah, I'm right. going to share with you as well uh, with okay. this one. Students were so hooked to the project, right? That a year after this project, came back to the same teacher and said, can we do something more to help the homeless person? Mm -hmm. And this is what I think design-based learning can change the world. Because we planted a seed into mm -hmm. student by empathizing the person they're, doing, they're, they're designing for. They have a very deep learning experience with mm -hmm. that particular person they're helping. Okay. And there's something they will never forget. Mm -hmm. And I think this seed can grow even more when they get, get older, when mm -hmm. they get to their 20s maybe. They might think about this project and be like, I'm really passionate to help homeless people. Okay. And I think that seed can grow into something magical so by, in the future. So by empathizing well, you, you, you plant something that will last probably a lifetime. A hundred percent, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think we, we as educators should plant those seeds at a very early stage so the students know exactly who they really care about and make this project a lifetime project for them. Okay, so it's not just a classroom project, it, these are, should be lifetime projects. Exactly, yeah. Okay. And, and when it's your life project, you are, you are the owner, you know, you, you have ownership, you have mm. your freedom to do whatever is the most meaningful thing for the person you're designing for. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so... I think that's our... Is that it for today? Yeah, I think this, this, this case study could help a teacher to yeah, solve the problem she had, yeah. yeah. So hopefully, next time when she does it, when she has a clear goal. So we have to rem remind her to empathy, empathy, ownership, freedom. Yeah, and then pick their own problem. Okay. And, uh, and that could help the mm. teacher to transform in their teaching next time. Yeah. Good. 
So, yeah, quite a short one today. No, it's okay. That's good. Nice right. and sharp, snappy. I'll see you next time next on time. episode three. Episode three coming up. All Bye. Right. Goodbye.